This is Castle Stories, a podcast from Newcastle Castle about the rich history of the Northeast. Hello, and welcome to Castle Stories. I'm your host, David Silk. In this week's episode, we're going to be delving into the lifespans of our medieval ancestors. And just a quick content warning for you here, this episode does contain discussion of infant mortality and complications of childbirth. So that's just a quick warning at the start for you, if that's something that you might find distressing. So something that I often hear when discussing the medieval period is the idea that everyone grew up much faster and died much younger than people do in the modern day. A figure that I often hear bandied around is that people had an average lifespan of around 30 years old, and that beyond that age, people were considered to be old or even decrepit. So I thought we would take a bit of a look at this idea, whether or not it's true, and where the idea comes from in the first place. Firstly, it might be a good idea to see what people at the time thought was a reasonable lifespan. Medieval people seem to broadly have followed the biblical thinking on this subject, which gives the human lifespan as three score years and ten, or seventy years, with the possibility of living for four score, or eighty years, being allowed for, but saying that the person will by then be considered very old. Now, he's writing a bit after the medieval period, but Shakespeare actually uses that three score years and ten to mean a good long life in his plays as well. Most texts of the medieval period put the onset of old age at about 50. So to begin with, we can see that 30-year-olds were not considered to be old. That seems to be the medieval idea of a long life, but a long life and the average life expectancy are not at all the same thing. Today, the human lifespan, the maximum anyone can expect to live to, is around 120 years. Whereas the average life expectancy in the UK is 81 years. It all comes down to how many people can expect to make it to a ripe old age. So how can we go about working out a rough average life expectancy for people in the Middle Ages? Well, it's obviously not an exact science, but archaeologists examining the bodies excavated in medieval cemeteries can make a pretty good go at estimating the people's ages at the time of their death, which can help to make overall estimates of the average life expectancy. This is often estimated from wear and tear on the skeleton, especially on the teeth. Sure that many of us can sympathise with that. Another thing that we can do is looking at documents of the period. Um, You can find out the ages that people died and try and work out the average life expectancy that way. That tends to be more biased towards the upper classes, who tend to be recorded in our documents much more regularly than the people in the lower classes. But working through this data, we will find where that magic number comes from, because between 1276 and 1300, the average life expectancy for a male child at birth was 31, and 33 for a female. So that settles it then, doesn't it? By the time you reach 30, you were old. Well... It's not actually as simple as that. To begin with, there's a serious problem with using average life expectancy as a measure of lifespan. There are all sorts of reasons why someone might die before they're old, many of which were extremely common in the medieval period. Now, today, the infant mortality rate is around about 4 for every 1,000 births, or 0.4%. But in the Middle Ages, historians and statisticians estimate that around a quarter of all children born died in their first year of life. In the absence of vaccines and adequate health care for childhood diseases, the smallest members of medieval society were especially vulnerable. And because of the way averages are calculated, this high mortality of very young infants is the primary cause of the low average life expectancy of people in the Middle Ages. Even if you survived your first year, 
Childhood held plenty of dangers. Disease continued to be a killer, but accidents also seemed to have been common, especially when most houses had dangerous tools, knives, scythes, hammers and what have you, lying around. Uh, Lots of domestic animals as well. There are records from coroners of children being eaten by pigs, and of course, open fires. Add to that, the threats of famine and war, and just reaching adulthood could be quite a challenge. If, however, you manage to make it to the grand age of 21, incidentally the age when a squire would usually be made a knight, Statisticians estimate you could expect to live around another 43 years, making the average life expectancy something like 64. There were a lot of other perils to complicate this picture, though. For example, in the period from 1300 to 1400, the average life expectancy, estimated from surviving written records, absolutely plummets to about 45 because of famine, the Hundred Years' War, and of course, the outbreak of the Black Death in 1348, which killed between 30 and 50% of the population of England. What is interesting is that women seem, on the whole, to have lived slightly longer than men. Men were often expected to serve some military duty, especially in the upper classes, and so were more vulnerable to violent death, and they tended to do slightly more physical work outdoors in the lower social classes, which must have led to a greater risk of accidents. Medieval coroner's rolls record the causes of accidental or criminal deaths, and include drowning after being thrown from a boat, falling through a trapdoor while ringing church bells, stumbling and falling onto knives, slipping and falling onto the pole of a wheat cart, falling from a tree trying to get rid of a nest of magpies, being knocked off a bridge by a horse, being killed in fights, and many, many more. In fact, reading medieval coroner's records is a salutary lesson in the value of health and safety legislation. Now, for women, the single greatest risk was childbirth. Estimates are there was about a 5% chance of dying during childbirth, and maybe around a 15% chance of dying from infections or other problems afterwards. Now, a parallel myth to the one about people's lifespans has people being married off very young, and many people assume that women were therefore having children very young as well, which could be the cause of this statistic. Except that this seems to be another one of those medieval myths. It just isn't borne out by the statistics that we have available. The average medieval woman seems to have had her first child in her early to mid-twenties. This myth probably arises from the fact that many members of royal or aristocratic families had arranged marriages, and often were betrothed by their families at a very young age, but they weren't actually expected to go and live with their husbands or start having babies at that age. For example, Matilda, the daughter of Henry I, was married at age 8, but had her first child aged 31. Peasant families don't appear in the records as often, but the same seems to hold true when they do appear. It was considered highly irresponsible to start having children before they could be supported, so marriage in your 20s and children shortly thereafter was considered the norm. So we've managed to get a couple of myths busted in this episode, and to finish, I'd like to point out that the fact that many people died young of illness, accident, violence or misfortune in the medieval period doesn't mean that they had any different an idea of what it meant to be old than we do. They were just very aware that many people would never have the good fortune to make it into old age. Those who did could live lives every bit as exciting as their younger counterparts. The famous knight, Sir William Marshall, stayed alive through the reigns of five kings of England and last led troops into a major battle at the age of 71, where he was the victor at the Battle of Lincoln Fair. Now that's what you call growing old gracefully. Closer to home, one of the knights who served as the keeper of Newcastle Castle, Sir Aymer de Athol, lived well into his 70s or 80s, we don't know his exact birth date, and was captured by the Scots during a siege of his tower house about a decade before his death. For those who could no longer ride into battle, or work in whatever their trade had been, 
In old age, the church provided almshouses, tended by monks and nuns to take care of the people who they called infirm, providing a network of social care for elderly members of society that would hardly be needed if everyone were dead by the age of 30. To bring things to a conclusion then, not everyone died by the age of 30 in the Middle Ages, and nor were 30-year-olds ever considered old. But life was certainly a perilous journey back then, filled with risks and pitfalls. So until next time, do please take care of yourselves. Castle Stories is a Newcastle Castle production. This week's host was David Silk. You can find out more about Castle Stories and about Newcastle Castle at newcastlecastle.co.uk.